Hey guys, it's Steve Zanardo and Hussein Kambani from East Split Meets West uh, podcast. We're here on a beautiful Wednesday, yep. about to freeze and rain here yep. up in Kleinberg. But that's it, buddy. So how was your week in real estate? Week's been good. Yeah. Uh, not as much activity so far this week. Actually, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, but you've been on fire, cool. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, this last week on Saturday, um, we did a couple of more pre-construction uh, condo townhouses. Nice. Yeah, I had one of my clients come in, and I just sold one of his properties, and he's just like, I need to park this money somewhere. He was looking at a different project. I said, you know, for thirty grand more, I think this is a way condo better project sure, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, you should yeah. come take a look at this one. So he comes in, and there's three of these things left. Yeah. And we have another client, uh, Joanna's client, that's coming in to buy one for sure. Like, we've been prepping this person. They're going to come in and just sign. And there's three left still. So this guy comes in. We tell him about it. He's like, uh, I'll take them all. What? Yeah. Your, your buddy took them all? Yeah. Your, your so, so he's like, I'm going to buy them all. I was like, oh, my God, man. Joanna's not going to be so impressed with us right now. Like, that's but, fantastic. But anyways, he backed down. He took two of them. Fair and enough. Joanna's left what? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So out of 12 of oh, those is that the project you were showing and you came yeah. in a couple yeah, yeah, of weeks yeah, yeah. ago? Yeah. Yeah. So out of 12 of them, I think we sold five. Did you buy one? You were thinking I didn't of... end up buying it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't end so up buying it. So five, that's pretty yeah. good. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So uh, that's in terms of that, that's it. We that's a good little project, though. It was a nice project. It was a nice project. Condo townhouse in a really nice uh, area of Pickering. It is fully condo, so it was like two hundred bucks a month for the condo. Fair enough. Fee. Just street, street and garbage fees. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you garbage know, removal. It's, it's a nice, nice little pocket. They're building like twenty seven homes good. there. It's right off Altona. Really nice pocket. I love good the rendering. It looks like you're in the forest. What? Yeah. When it's beside like a, yeah, a massive but, building. But this is how it could be yeah and then you show up and it's just like boom 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 you literally like reach sideways through the house yeah fair enough yeah yeah aside from that we've been good yeah very good yeah good week man picked up four listings i did two sales going into the weekend so it was like back to back back uh one listing um appointment got canceled but i had like five appointments booked right it was just like so that was good it was remember i was talking about that you know, earth layer and the volcanic, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, lava ready to erupt. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, just that big explosion. So, that's nice. good. Big listings 2.6 million, 1. 1.4, uh, 117, and one a nice 839,000, nice. which is good. So, nice. those are normally my price point. Yeah, but that's good. It's good. <laughs> I like that too, right? Because 2.6 is going to be like I already told my clients, like, you guys got to be. This is it's a tough sale, right? Yeah. In this market right now. But again, things are moving at, at yeah. that range, at two, yeah. na- 2 million plus range. So, yeah. that's. Did you Good. have everything up and running already, or you're still prepping? Uh, it's it's all prepped. So these houses are they take a little bit of while, and I yeah. I, I ordered that, uh, that photography done by that that guy that does everything in yeah, Bonnier yeah, Stallone. Yeah, yeah. So he does like more of that higher end stuff. Yeah. So just uh, it's more of like a schedule, like a one week schedule. Plus nice. they got to prep the house. So we should be live by the twenty seventh, I would nice. imagine. Nice. Yeah, just yeah. For the end of the yeah, 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 awesome. yeah. Yeah, fair enough. That well, was it. That was a pretty good week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what? I like uh, what we keep talking about, like inventory, especially you keep yep. mentioning it. I think things will pick up. Yeah. I, I think I've been, we've been on repeat on saying that. I think it'll pick up in the next three, four weeks. I've been following it. Like, so, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit of a mad madman when following these stats. So yeah. I'm seeing these things go up, go down, go down, up, down, it's just up, even, down. It's though, almost, right? If you look at it. So it's, it keeps, it's yeah. just incrementally going up. 12, 7 right now? 12, 7, 3, 8 as of yesterday yeah. morning when I checked it. But ultimately, the uh, it's an ebb and flow market. So there's... You know, twenty listings coming on, yep. maybe eighteen are selling. It's yeah. just like that. So you just imagine like a on, like a wave crashing the shoreline yeah. and pulling back. The yeah. same thing. Because we should have been above fourteen thousand by now, looking at last year. So it's good. It means the inventory is being eaten up by the buyers. That's why I'm pressing sellers get on the market, on now. The market right now. Are you yeah. best time? Forget about the green grass and and the and the uh, the we fake palm trees. Yeah, we make it green. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you know what, like, yeah, even in yeah. my market right now, like, uh, like, uh, 
you know, I have a client that is interested in a property. I showed it to him yesterday. And yeah. I mean, these agents are now uh, starting to intentionally price it a little bit lower, as long as it's not straight up cookie cutter. So Fair it enough. is a cookie cutter home, but yeah. it's like surrounded by forest almost. And it's a unique property to try to replace. I mean, they listed it at 619 and, you know, like there's a very good chance that this property can Anymore? go for, you know, 680, six, yeah, 680, yeah, like that, yeah, because right? just because of the way that it's yeah, situated, fair enough. Yeah. if it wasn't situated in that way, maybe a 650 property, yeah. right? But then, but I'm thinking like 30K premium. So you guys are under, under listing them already? Yeah, yeah, because of the tight market, right? Like, they got to so be uh, careful with that shit too, these guys too, because these guys you're talking about appraisals too, though. Oh, like, register yeah. off. So they're presenting today. What's the market value of that property? Like I said, like if they get 675, 680, it wouldn't wouldn't shock me. Okay. But is that market though? If you had to do run the comps? Listen, if you actually wanted to go in and price it fairly and whatever else like that, maybe you go in and price it at six, you know, 679, 679. Okay. So so it's around that range. You probably end up at 670 if you did it that way. Okay. So these guys will be somewhere in and around that range, I would say. You know, but you always have a chance of the crazy, right? So someone might come in and be like, you know what, 700, I just want to have this place and whatever. 100%. So, uh, there's a chance. You're talking before we started the podcast, even just more importantly, we, we tend to forget the appraisals. If they yes. don't, if they, even though we sell them for a lot more money than, than what yeah. they're worth, yeah. will they appraise? We still have a problem, right? Yeah. So so I'll just rehash the example I gave you. So yeah. basically on, uh, on that same street, like within two streets, very similar type of product. Like there was uh, one house that sold at 500. Uh, one sold at 505. I had mine at 565, listed at 565. We accepted an offer at 557 on this property. And it's just yeah. like, it's like uh, waiting the next day and a half to see, like, just make sure everything goes okay. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, <laughs> if you compare those numbers, it's like, yeah, it's, it's 10%. Yeah, like, how are you going to evaluate it? So you could, like, you could possibly, so the point is, you could possibly get someone to commit on paper to purchasing it at that number. But Fair enough. is the bank going to be okay with you yeah. paying that much? I think if you look at it now, like so, this property now you're breaking, sort of breaking the ice in this yeah. new price realm, let's call yeah. it. So you're gonna be at the like the pioneer because yeah. we're coming back up, let's yeah. call it. So yeah. now that 550, hopefully it sticks, you and, know, you know, and all of a sudden a new president for the area, right? You know what? The thing is, is that look, when I listed it at 565, I had one guy that came in 530, then he came up to 540. He's like, it's max. So like, good agent. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I know the guy. He's a good guy, and he's just like, look, like you're gonna have a problem with the appraisal, this and that. I'm already pushing the limits because I know my guys are qualified and whatever. And he's like, 540 is the number for this house. He's like, we can't pay anymore. Fair enough. And then I had another agent that was interested in the property. Basically said like, you know what? I'm talking to my clients. We're gonna put together an offer. You know, I told him to go in at 545, but that's our starting price. We'll go up from there. You're like, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, come on in, man. Bring it in. And then we ran the comps. And then they sent me an offer at 515. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that's why I'm a little bit concerned about this appraisal now. So originally, I thought there was another corner, uh, like another subdivision around the corner from there that's the same product, but it's five years newer. Yeah. Uh, and they're selling at a little bit of a higher price point. And I'm trying to, like, mash those two together and show the value based on what those are selling for. Absolutely. But it's a hard sell, right? Yeah, yeah. it's not in the immediate area. You might get lucky there. But hopefully, hopefully it sticks, and then ultimately you set that new president yeah. for the area. I, I, I have yeah. a feeling we should be okay, yeah. but I mean, it's you know, you don't know until you know. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I got today conditions on one property now. Hopefully today firms up and we're done with that. Like yeah. it's, it's we had five days on, on conditional finance, home inspection. Now they extended two days last week. Okay. Monday's on a holiday. Just finance. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully Rather that sticks. Extended on home inspection. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. So that's pretty good. We'll figure that one out. Yeah, that's cool. it. Uh, topic. Um, we never touch base on for sale by owners. Yeah, no, yeah, I good. think that's a, that's a good topic. Yeah, so what's your Especially, thoughts? Yeah, you know what? Um, 
I think, uh, and I mean, I think we've just been very straightforward on this podcast. So I think that realistically, like if you really wanted to go that route and we were in this crazy hot market, like where we were in like 2015, 2016, yeah. at the beginning of 17, if you wanted to go that route, I, I think that you could have probably got away with it. Yeah. Uh, I think that there would have been stuff done to add value to it still from a realtor's perspective, but I think you could have got away with it mm -hmm. in a market that we are in right now where things don't typically turn very quickly and you have to kind of know what's going on a little bit more, uh, I think it's a little bit tougher to deal with for sale by owner. I think that there's one aspect of just basically saying, hey, like I'm gonna get the property uh, ready and put it on the market. But then there's all these other things because uh, like we trade in real estate every day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to us that's very basic that I, uh, I'm guilty of not even explaining to my clients because to me it's just like whatever, it's normal. like it's very easy and straightforward. Uh, but they don't know. Do you know what I mean? So there's a there's a whole component of knowledge that you, you don't have. A hundred percent, a thousand percent. So you know, Purple Bricks now bought Comfrey. Yeah. Now they they merge into one company. So going back to my early career, we were taught like you know through the Mike Ferry training. It was like uh, you're new in the business. How do you get business? Yeah. So you got to go looking for listings. Yeah. Basically, Comfrey was like a butcher shop. You would you would search it online what they were offering and it was like this is a steak this is a, you know yeah. a, a filet mignon so you would literally just go out and kind of hunt these guys yeah. right and uh, it's unfortunate because what people don't understand is that fair enough like the fees up front look less money yeah. naturally so I think Comfrey was a thousand at the time I think Purple Bricks is three thousand dollars for the full package and supposedly they have a, an agent negotiate the deals for you now okay. they have like a a signed agent. But what people don't know is the agents that actually work for these companies are agents that didn't make it in the, in the industry. Right. So they're, they're looking, this is basically their handed leads, right? And they're going to, yeah. they're so basically someone that failed in, in the real estate industry is taking your most valuable possession and that's his new project. Yeah. So I, I feel like that even like negotiating skills, not going to be there for sure. Like naturally, right? Uh, number one, if, if the fees are $3,000, how much is that agent really getting out of that? Maybe yeah. at 500 or a thousand dollars max. Yeah. Uh, photos, fair enough. Okay, the higher photography, um, but again, it's it's those daily calls, like that, that little stuff, right? Look at this, eight eight p.m. on the couch Sunday. Someone calls off. I have a coming soon sign. I actually just read across here that two point six million dollar nice. listing. I answered it, and you know, and talk to them and go through it with passion, right? Like yeah. you know, this is our job. You think Comfrey uh, sign agent is going to really pick that up, or a Purple Bricks agent? Like it's it's. Yeah. It's a nine to five for them, right? Yeah. yeah. I, and, and, I, and I like the way that you kind of uh, set it and positioned it in a way that like, you know, these are failed agents. Uh, I, I think you got to look around in the yeah. industry and, and you know what, like sometimes uh, it is like, I think that if you look at successful agents uh, in the business, you got to understand that they have a different, uh, a different skill set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're a little crazy. Yeah. They're a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the thing is, is that like, look in Trev right now, Toronto real estate board, we got like what, just about 53,000 agents somewhere yeah. in and yeah. around that yeah. range. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and what was the number? I think the number was like less than 200 uh, that sold more than 50, yeah. uh, 50 wow. transactions on Trev. Like, uh, like even to get to 50 transactions, it's, it may not seem like a big deal to the public, but uh, when you compare it to like 53,000 agents on Trev, like there's, I think only about 200, maybe 250, I think it's 200 or less yeah, yeah. that actually trade 50 transactions. Absolutely. Um, so uh, you have to understand that these guys have a different kind of skill set to go after. Think about negotiating with people uh, and, and dealing with them. Absolutely. So, so what are their skill sets going to look like versus somebody that just, 
basically failed, tried to do that, tried to run a business in real estate or try to be a realtor independently, yeah. couldn't make it, failed, and then signed up with one of these companies where 100%. they're just like, hey, one, two, three, anywhere street, that's yeah. you, you go in. You're going to make $500 yeah. if yeah. it gets sold. Yeah, and then they get this, like, well, what is this person going to do essentially for you? It's, it's nothing. It's, yeah. just, it's, just basically, it's basically a gimmick where it shows like it's, they're showing, they're giving you the same value if you hired a professional yeah. real estate agent that's productive yeah. in real estate. But it's a facade. At yeah. the end, it's going to be empty rooms, yeah. basically. It, it, just and, and to back rooms. it up to like the example that we have. Like, look at look at what, and I'm not bragging about myself, but look at what we were able to do with that property. Hopefully, the evaluation goes through okay with it. But like, I mean, comp sales, 500, 505. We have 557 yeah. on the table. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, and you knew how to how to guide it, yeah. and you had some low ball offers, and you got and you maximized. And, we knew. and, and, yeah. and the thing is, is that yeah. look at the the idea of like positioning it with a Fair different enough. type of property, yeah. like. Different, slightly different neighborhoods, similar type yeah. of properties, and showing them the CMA based on that. 100%. And, and you know what? Like, look, uh, and it comes down to like skill at the end of the day. So, my client yesterday is like a little bit freaking out and saying, like, What are we going to do if this happens? Mm -hmm. I was like, Listen, I'm going to actually do the appraisal report myself and I'm going to leave it on your kitchen counter before the appraisal guy gets there. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to do all of their work for them. Fair I'll enough. Pull all yeah. of the impacts, yeah. the square footage, yeah. everything. Yeah. I'm going to do all of that package. Yeah. I'm going to. Leave it for them. Where are they going to get paid? Two hundred bucks to do an appraisal for 100%. you? I just did their work. They're just going to grab my package and leave the house. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Even with Com Free, so I, so last year I converted a few. Just at the beginning of the year, going out door knocking yeah. and stuff like that. So I converted a, a Com Free into actual clients, good clients now. But anyway, so they were on the market. They bought a new house. They had to close to get the money out of this property in order to close a new property. You know, these these are not wealthy people by any means, or they're you know this is based this property is based on their retirement selling yeah. it. So they went with Com Free because they sold them this dream that they were, you know, it's a full service and this and that, and you're it's, you're going to be able to do it yourself, no problem. You do your own open houses, you're going to sell it. So they sold a dream. It's almost like buying a timeshare. It's a stunt. You never do it. <laughs> so these poor guys were sitting there for sixty to seventy to eighty days, wow. and the time is a ticking on the other end. Like now the builder's like, hey, how's it going? We need money. Yeah. Now they need the money from here to move to there. So what, now, now they're potential lawsuit, potential losing their deposit, yeah. potential everything. Yeah. So these are, we're business people sure. and we, we deal with stress a lot differently than let's yeah. call it like the general public. Absolutely. And we still stress out. So yeah. I don't know how a general public feels, how amplified the stress is in a, in a situation like that. But anyway, I, I, they ended up listening. And not only that, the, the amount of agents that were calling them yeah. and just lying to them. We have buyers, we can sell it, you know, and they would they would do a mock-up listing presentation. Just like take them for a ride. Imagine yeah. how exhausting it is yeah, for yeah. 70, 80 days. Anyway, so they listed with me. We we, we basically repositioned, repackaged the property, like staged it. We like They had like a... The guy painted the uh, like you know like, like an extension outside the house like yeah. the, like sort of like a bay window but on the upper level but it was red yeah so right away oh, you guys you sent me the painter I did yeah yeah, yeah that's right yeah so fair enough yeah. and the guy painted it white and it looked it looked nice now we sold it like within three days top dollar they got a quick closing got their money out and were able to Perfect. close yeah. but I'm saying so you know so but it's not value added right so the thing is it's not just about yeah. uh, coming in and negotiating a contract i think that's a big part the of it but thing. the thing is is that yeah. you can actually position yeah. the property in a completely different way um you know the other yeah. thing uh, the other thing that you can say, uh, like look at also is is that look uh, they're going to say oh well we're still cooperating with agents but yes. let's be realistic if you have you know uh, basically all of these agents on the board that can't even negotiate for themselves Absolutely. Uh, how are they going to negotiate their pay on that 100%. as well do you know what i mean yeah. like so if they see a com free listing or a for sale by owner listing 
do you think that they're going to come through? No, no, I don't think so. Like I've dealt with uh, concrete listings and for sale by owners on my end, yeah. and I've still been able to successfully negotiate a good deal for Fair my enough. buyers yeah. and for myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You do double so negotiation. The, so, so the thing is, is that there's a ton of agents out there that'll just be like next, yeah. next. Yeah, they'll, next. they'll avoid it, especially so. Going back to that, so they're potentially co-oping at two and a half percent. So, like you said, the agents are terrified of that. Yeah. They don't want to go in, and, so they won't even send that to their clients. No. Their clients might find it on Realtor.ca, but they're not getting it through the yeah. Realtor. They'll scan yeah. and screen that before they send it. Yeah. And even going back to that, like uh, the problem with that is some, some of these guys, like even the sellers, like uh, for example, in Bolton, we had a, there was an amazing property. I was working so hard. I had three buyers lined up, one yeah. appointment after another, trying to get these guys sold. Again, same position. They yeah. needed to sell this to close a new property. And, uh, and I kind of told them, like, we're in that 930, 940 mark. I didn't lie to them. I said, you know, and that's it. And I got them an offer like 935 and they refused it. And it was like, well, we'll pay you 1%. But, you know, I, I called you before I showed. I said, are you cooperating at 2.5%? They're like, yeah. So I almost got taken advantage of too, like, because they said, yeah, we'll co-op at 2.5%. And then I gave them an offer and, it's, and it's, they're trying to renegotiate. Yeah. So it's almost one of those things where it's like, uh, if there's a ton of inventory, are you really gonna are you gonna spend time doing that? Like it doesn't make sense. No, if there's five not. other properties that look exactly like that, that's the one that's gonna get left yeah. out. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that, you're, that's, not, you're not gonna bother with it. Doesn't that. have a date to the prom, that no. house. No, 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 no. <laughs> it ain't no. gonna be dancing it's at midnight. Sit. It's gonna sit. But like <laughs> yeah. even in, in the time where the market was really hot, like the concrete listing still sat. Like they sat. And even the ones that sold, you look back at some of these guys that sold and they were like heroic to their family because, oh, we sold it and we saved $20,000 in commission. They but less. they probably lost about 60K yeah, selling. Yeah, they got less. Because they didn't have percent. the strategy. Like, no strategy. The strategy. Yeah. like I was doing multiple offers like almost every week, if not like yeah, 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 week, absolutely. You know what I mean? But yeah. then there was a strategy. Like even when my sellers came in, like I would tell them to arrive 20 minutes before the offer presentation so I can prep them on how to behave. Uh, thousand percent. Yeah. Like, this is how you yeah, behave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had clients that were just like, listen, I won't <laughs> be able to hold it thing. together. I was like, done. You sit in this room over here. I'm going to go talk to them. I will deal with them and I'll bring you back. You do that too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you said, okay, guys, I'll all you do, sure no facial expressions, yes. no comments. Yes. Even if it's low, if it's high, Don't no comments. It. I'm going to look at it. And we're going to send them back out yeah. and then we're going to discuss everything. I even tell them, like, if you have any questions, <laughs> those are ask. Those are fun times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, ask. Don't yeah. ask you're, you're just, you're just, yeah. just a body there in yeah, presence. Yeah, yeah. That's it. But it literally, yeah. I had people that were just like, I can't do it. So I was like, okay, <laughs> you stay in the other room. <laughs> but no, it's... Uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, it was good times. But yeah, going back, those guys lost, some of them lost a lot of money because, you know, someone, let's say an agent like that knows the area very well or knows real estate very well, does their due diligence prior. These, these guys are at 880,000, say, for example. They know this thing will sell 950, 960. They give them like 915, 920. The seller's it. like, oh my gosh, yeah, well, yeah. over asking, 40K. Yeah. I just did what a realtor did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was another 30, 40K. They don't probably don't know that now. No. Like, but there, 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 a lot of cases were like that. You know, I, and again, I think that would have worked really well at uh, inventory levels of five to 6,000 uh, listings right now. Even at 13, 12,000, 13,000 no. is not going to work out so well for no, you. No, 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 no. There, there's still no. enough inventory. It's tight, but there's still enough inventory. There, there's a guy. Um, a guy messaged me yesterday. I went to high school with him. Nice guy, whatever. And so he, he picked my brain because I sold the house across the street from, killed it last year, right? Like 620 for an end unit town in Bolton was like like 20 or 30K over asking, yeah. right? Or more than what it should have sold for. And so he's got the house across the street, same unit, end unit. And, and now he's picking my brain the whole year. I'm figuring, let me come out. I'll give you an idea. He's listed on Calm Free. Oh, so... Just now? Oh, 22 days, okay. maybe 23 today. So, wow. <laughs> so I got a message via Facebook and it has like the link to the house. 
I'm like, but the house looks familiar. I don't know. Why would I, why would I, this house be sent to me? Then I looked at the MLS yeah, yeah, yeah. and I see 22 days on the market. I said, hey, how's the activity, bud? He's like, yeah. no, it's good. We have, a, you know, like three or four offers going. I'm like, that text Still. message would never have came to yeah, me yeah, if there yeah, was three offers. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. But it's okay. Listen, God bless. Everyone's got to try. Yeah. It's almost like cars. Like, you know, people say you put an auto trader and try to sell your car yourself. I don't do it. Honestly, here's Mercedes. Here's the key. Even if it cost me an extra five, if I could have capitalized, made a thousand dollars selling it via auto trader. Uh, no, just drop it off and away you go. I'm, Test I'm drives, saying. you know, all the crap that's going on out there. Does it, This is the professional. Yeah. And then, you know, he's going to help us bury it in, in the actual deal of the car, right? Yeah. The new but, car. Like, you know what? The, like back in the day, for sure. Like when yeah. we're trying to like grab every penny and whatever Fair else enough, like yeah. that. Yeah, I put tons of stuff on Auto Trader, Kijiji and whatever yeah. else like that. But now... Like over five hundred dollars or whatever else. Like yeah. I, I've had an Omvic license for like so many yeah, years. Saying. You know what I mean? So yeah. I like I have access to wholesale vehicles. But the thing is, for me to be online and buy a wholesale vehicle and save myself a thousand dollars is just not worth it for me. No. I'd rather, and then I don't know what scratch. Or well, we can look at whatever. the Porsche for me, right? Like we can yeah, yeah, do yeah. some, some, some yeah, online yeah. bidding. But but newer stuff is easier to buy yeah. than older stuff. But yeah. like I mean, you don't you don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. so, so it's hard. Like for me, Fair even enough, I yeah. wouldn't even touch no, it. No, it's like, not worth it. I'd rather go there and look at it, make sure I can drive it, whatever. Stay in your lane. Otherwise, we're buying like online and we're just like, okay, they said it has green light, so it must be okay. <laughs> but you don't freaking know until the car gets there. It's always stay in your you lane. Yeah. It's always stay yeah, in your so lane. So I'd rather pay the thousand yeah, bucks yeah, yeah. and go and physically look at it. You don't, know, even don't two fool years around. ago, I had to buy a BMW or whatever, and it's just like, I know I could have paid 1500 bucks less for it online. The car, I, I told you to avoid buying? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I know and I and then you returned it? <laughs> yeah. I know I could have paid 1500 bucks less because yeah. I was looking enough, at the same yeah. one. Yeah, right? yeah. And then it's just like, I went in a dealership and bought it. Yeah, it's, it's like, so much easier. Yeah. All the paperwork's done. You're yeah, not doing yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do what you're good at, man. Do what you're good If you focus your time on what you're good at, the offset of it is going to be huge on the other end. You can focus and make money where you need to be. It's just like me getting involved with something random that I don't even belong in do you know what i mean like yeah. uh it doesn't make sense i'd rather focus on what i'm 100 yeah, and yeah. Then let someone else deal with this so, so i always get these offers now because you you know you're successful in real estate you're, you have some extra flow yeah. to kind of throw around and and these guys come up with these crazy ideas but I, i'm just like i'm not interested honestly I had a skincare guy approach and i was like <laughs> he's like rub it this, rub i got this amazing thing product we're looking for distributors i know yeah. you're successful i see your ads here and i said okay well i don't know what it was so i said okay well send me the link or yeah. whatever yeah. open the link <laughs> and it's like this like skincare line i was like dude like i'm not doing this are you crazy dude like Tell me about like a piece of land. That yeah, yeah fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, it's it's funny. Yeah, it's just like, but I'm not interested. It's not, it's not me. Like, I can't put the time and effort into this to make it happen. Nor do I want to. You might as well put the time and effort into what you already know 100%. and expand your skill set there. Do it, do it there. It's gonna yeah. be a lot more lucrative. It's oh. like what Grant Cardone says. You know what I mean? Like he had one business and he set up another business, but they run together. Tandemly. You know I mean? yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that's the proper way of doing it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you say always about real estate for me. I stay in this business and I'm going to keep expanding. Exactly. exactly. The building development. It's a bolt-on business. And then it's going to be, yeah, bol- fair enough. It's That's a, a good business. It's like, a good analogy. Like, even the way yeah. like I'm looking at it is like I have a real estate brokerage uh, and I'm going to continue to run the real yeah. estate brokerage. Uh, can we add like a piece of the land uh, land development to it? Can we add property management 100%. to it? Yeah. Can we add, yeah. you know, commercial division to it? At some point, no offense, Aaron, but can we add mortgage uh, to it? <laughs> uh, like, you know what I mean? Like uh, life insurance, like, you know, yeah. like different things that For kind sure. of like go in that Compliment same, it. Yeah, yeah. that same round, you know what I mean? Like otherwise, what are we going to do? Like uh, start, uh, you know. I don't know, man. Like, run a restaurant? It doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, it's completely out of the, no, I know. I out know. Of the, uh, the sphere. 100%. Yeah. yeah.
Very cool, buddy. Yeah, man. That's it. Any questions came in? I had I had yeah. one uh, question, but it's a repeat a repetitive question that comes in, uh, or people ask all the time. And I'd like to get your opinion on it first. Sure, tell me. So basically, you know, if you're going to go and sell your property, is it worth finishing the basement before you mm. list it? No. No, you wouldn't say so, man. Unless it's unless it's going to be an apartment with a separate entrance. Yeah. Just mind you, I answered that really quick, but yeah, no. Yeah, I don't for, and I agree with you. So for the most part, I tell them like, look, it's yeah. going to cost you, I don't know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars to finish the basement or whatever yeah. else like that. It's basically what you're going to get on top of what your house value is right, right. now, anyway. Without the hassle. Exactly. Yeah. Without the hassle. So Contract is it really is. worth it? Like you're going to spend twenty, thirty thousand dollars on finishing the basement, your time and energy going into it, uh, and then you might. And, and, your money back. and then dealing with contractors, yeah. like if you don't have a good contractor, someone takes you for a loop, then instead of one month, it turns into three months and the job is shoddy and then do a shitty job and now it actually depreciates the value of your house. So there's a lot of like, you know, things you got to watch out. But demographics, I think we got to look at that too. Like yeah. in Brampton, you finish the basement, you do a, uh, you, you know, separate entrance because a lot of, a lot of rented basements in Brampton, let's call it, sure. Peel region. Yeah, that's, that's bonus. Sure. Like I sold that house in Brampton off of LeSabre and same thing, like there was... A, the, the, the agents would call me and we priced it aggressively. We sold that thing really well. Yeah. And uh, so we priced it. And then the agent goes, okay, we're going to give you an offer at six ninety nine because you because the basement's not finished. I go, there's no Latin defects in the property. There's nothing wrong with the property. The basement's not part of the deal, I said. Yeah. That's how the house has come. Yeah. House is maintained. The square footage is there. Location's there. That's what you're going to be bidding on, I said. Yeah. Not the fact that we don't have a basement. But they were subtracting. You're asking six seven thirty. Basement cost about twenty to twenty five thousand. They yeah. subtracted and gave me offers like that. I said, <laughs> but it's a different beast. But you gotta just smack these guys around yeah, a bit, yeah, right? Yeah. But ultimately, it was good. But then again, demographics like yeah. that area would be killer, right? That, there. that so, would work in that area. Yeah. But like uh, overall, the the amount of money that it would take. To no, work, it's, not, it's not worth it. Not worth it. it. No. You know what it's I tell it. people? It's different if you actually moved into the property, you finished the basement, utilize it for yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, you paid for it, you used it. You're gonna get yeah, your money back absolutely. for sure. But yeah. like. Other than that, to go and list it uh, with the finished basement? Basically, if you have three houses on the same street, all the same houses, or let's say two houses on the same street, and then that one has the finished basement, like what's the price difference? 20,000, 20, let's exactly. call it. So basically, you're, you might sell quicker if it's the same house, like the same product, because you have more added value. Yeah. Might, but again, you're not going to, I don't think you'll but make then, exactly back what you invested. No, but then the yeah. other problem becomes is, is that basement is like so subjective to the owner. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I wanted a, a wet a bar, bar here, yeah. I wanted the theater I don't room. want a two piece. Yeah. I want a full washer Fair down enough. here yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's a hit and miss at the same time as well. It's added bonus. I think if you have a really small upper level, let's yeah. say main floor, sure. then basement you can say, especially you, you know, Italian families, European families, same with Indian too, big families. Um, so naturally you have like a big gatherings with, sure. you know, the, whatever gatherings, yeah, like yeah. festivals and stuff like that. So yeah, I think that'll be a good approach because if the main floor can't adjust to like a, you know, big yeah. family or, or big gatherings and then you can say, That's well, true. you can sell it like, Hey, you can use the basement for your yeah. gatherings, stuff like that. Like I know, I know some of the demographics that I work with, like when they go into a house, they want to see a separate like family room and yeah. a separate Fair uh, enough. That's, room. that's usually you know, Muslim, yeah. right? Where they, yeah. where they yeah. bring, yeah, they, they wanted I have to Muslim climb. So yeah, so that was so one room is what more for. Sometimes entertaining, they do, yeah, but sometimes they even do it like, uh, and it's it's really old school now. But like, I, I think it's changing over time. But like, sometimes when they have people over, it's like the men in the, like kind of in the this one room, and then the women are kind of in the one room. So they really look for that separate, yeah, uh, absolutely, you know, family room and living room. So that the basement could come into good play at that. Point Fair as enough, well. yeah, that separation yeah. again, yeah. demographics yeah. that plays yeah. a major part yeah. on it for sure. Yeah, but money, yeah. I, I, 
ultimately going to get for the property. Right. This building here, they were supposed to, you know, take off, shave off this second, this uh, roof, and add a second floor. So my office was going to disappear. I was going to get an office on the second level, which is okay with me. But this would have shut down. Like they were claiming three months or six months. Oh, this is a year, year and a half, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. Kleinberg. The heritage committee yeah, yeah, here yeah. is like incredibly. Uh, um, diligent, let's just call it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so what was I going to do? I told my wife, I said, instead of me renting another place or, or trying to buy another building, I said, we'll just invest the money in the basement. So I got it quoted. Like our house is, I think, 3,400 square feet. That basement there was like 60K at the end. Yeah. That's hard money, right? Yeah. Do you invest 60,000 there or do I just buy another investment property? I mean, another investment property. But that's, what, <laughs> that's what I'm the saying. Basement. <laughs> Dude, right? I can invest the 60K somewhere else and I'll work in an unfinished basement. Fair enough, yeah. yeah turn on some lights, dude. I was thinking, I go, yeah, I can, I can knock out the basement a couple months. Get, yeah. You know, I had some good contractors come in. But it was like insanely expensive. And, uh, you know, you get a kitchen down there, you're like 25 grand. Then you get like the bathroom. Mind you, what I wanted was, you oh, know, yeah. I wanted sure to do this beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like the, I was going to make a nice fall like style bathroom with the steam and the whole thing, a little sauna. But nice, like you might as well sure. use it. Yeah. Then like an extended uh, cantina with all like. Travis, you know, what's like, I wouldn't expect anything else to do. <laughs> what, what's the floors? Uh, terracotta floors with all like stone, like make like a nice arch. Be like a like school, right? All glass. Yeah, sure. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> That's a rent up the price there. <laughs> well, I pulled like a plug on it. Thank right God they didn't, they're not doing this. I can keep the money. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Cool. Very good. Very good. Right. Yeah. We're going to do it. Yeah. Fine. Let's do it, bud. All right. This was uh, East Meets West, our podcast. If you guys have any questions, send them to us. I'm sure you guys know how to get us all, all of us <laughs> right by now. For sure. That's it. That's it, guys. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Ciao.